When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. back with our review of the Kota Grand Prix in the USA and uh, I am joined by Richard. Richard, how are you? Not too bad, no, not too bad. You know, just put United on the pack early in the day. You know, couldn't be more happy. But uh, no, I'm all good, bro. How about yourself? I'm all good. I'm all good. Um, I just want to apologise to United fans. You're probably listening to this and you're thinking, why are we talking about Manchester United? Um, so we won't talk about them again today. Um, just to save yourself, your mental health. Of the, what happened today, uh, Marks? How we doing, brother? I like your attire. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, nah, it's been a horrible weekend. Been a horrible weekend. Nothing's gone my way. Is is that because Mercedes um, lost the race today? Well, nah, that that Arsenal won. Everything else, just poor. It's been poor. All right, Ravens we'll get into it. In a pack, it was disgusting, man. Ah, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. You got a lot of grievances. I know that. I know that. Uh, Brother Kunle from over across the pond. How are you doing? I like. I like in the matching headgear with the hoodie. You're looking good. For the listeners, you're looking good today. Got the lighting on. Thank you. I'm good, man. I'm good. You know, it was a good day up until the race. Couple, couple ups, new and old, got put on a pack. Barcelona first, then United. You know, was good. Was a good. It was a good day. It was a good day apart from the race for you. but before we get started, um, just a bit of housekeeping. If you're watching this on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Give us your comments. We love your comments. We we'll reply to all of them. So please comment. Uh, follow us on Twitter at pits.fracker. And uh, make sure you give us a like and a review on Spotify and Apple. Uh, it really helps us with our algorithms and so on. So um, I'll get started today with Quali. And there was a lot of build-up to this race this weekend. Um, I think... We're getting to the t- business end of the season, six races left. And there was a lot of speculation between, okay, um, if Merck has got faster, especially the, the talk in practice. Uh, practice one, Mercedes was absolutely lightning. And then practice two, even though Lewis' time got deleted, he still had the fastest time. So people thought, okay, they've closed the gap to Red Bull now in terms of performance. And they've looked really, really, really steady um, from the Turkish Grand Prix and Russia in terms of pace. Um, Q3 and Quali was a different story, though. Um, I'll come to you, Richard, first. What was your thoughts on the differences between Red Bull and Mercedes in terms of Quali and their paces? 
Well, just to start off with practice, um, I've seen practice one, you know, Mercedes was slapping, you know, eight, nine attempts, a whole second on Max's head, you know, for, oh, okay, you know, maybe um, Rebel have got the engine turned down or something, or, you know, just one of those things. You know, practice two, they kind of closed the gap a little bit, a bit more. You know, I think it's like a couple of times in between and whatnot as well. Um, and then we came to Quali, and yeah, Red Bull looked really, really quick, to be fair. You know, it looked like, you know, especially Checo as well, you know, even in uh, Q3, it looked like he was about to qualify Max, which is you know, a bit of a bad thing, to be fair. Uh, but yeah, Red Bull looked like they had a lot of pace. I think, uh, I don't think that's any, um, you know, coincidence because Adrian Newby's just came back after a couple months, after a bad accident. Um, he's, you know, we said that he's seen the problems that he's had, that he's seen with the Rebel and that he fixed them. It looks like he has kind of fixed them because, you know, we all know um, Coates is to be more of a Mercedes track, you know, Daddy Mercedes dominance, especially those. Uh, for Rebel to then come and basically match Mercedes and also beat them, you know, was very, very telling. Um, Lewis in Q3, he, he put out a stunk on lap, but Max also put out a stunk on lap as well. And it just happens to be that he slapped two times on. Lewis is at top, unfortunately. Uh, I would have loved it for Checo to get pole, to be fair, if you know Lewis wasn't going to get pole, because that would have really battled Max, to, to be honest. But uh, yeah, Red Bull looked really, really quick in quality, to be fair. So in the end, it didn't surprise me that they got pole. But yeah, it was just it was just one of those things, you know. Red Bull, you know, got the got the advantage on Mercedes. Yeah, you made a good point. The fact that. In Q3, for our listeners, the ones that missed qualifying, uh, Max qualified P1, uh, Lewis P2, and uh, Sergio Perez P3. In the first stint of um, qualifying on Q3, uh, Perez put in the fastest time, so it did look like he was going to get pole, um, but um, Lewis just snatched it from him, and then, like you just said, two temps, Max Verstappen on his last lap on Q3 is scary. It's actually scary. Uh, Kulay, did you was you surprised at that kind of gap in performance, especially with that time that he put in? Because that's not normal between a P one and P two position in quality. Yeah, it was a bit. It was a bit like it felt. It felt like at the time qualifying started. To be fair, from P three from um free practice three, I didn't really watch much of free practice three. I was following it, but from free practice three, it felt like Saturday was going to be damage limitation for Mercedes. Because at some point, even Danny Rick looked fast. You know, even the McLaren looked fast. Even Leclerc was going top of the timesheets at some point. So it was more of like, okay, what's gone? What's what's happened overnight? But the Red Bull this year, man, goodness gracious, they've just been on it. Like, there's not been that many races where they've been off the pace. And yesterday was just, they were slapping. I felt like all things put together... They probably could have gone faster based from yesterday. It was more of like Lewis pushing that car to the extreme. And it was a bit tricky because, like, you know, there was the time, there was the track limits, right? Turn nine. I was it turn nine and turn nine. Turn nine, I think. Yeah. Uh, and then there was one other like curb. There was one other like curb white line thing. I think turn six. I'm not, I'm not sure. I can't remember correctly. But so I feel like that, that was on the driver's mind. So they, so even when they pushed, they still had to push within time limits. As you saw, like couple couple times got deleted. Like even Perez's in Q2 time got deleted. The first one they did, 
he had to do another lab. That's why he didn't have a he didn't have a new set of mediums. So he had to use two mediums in in Q two. So, but like the pace, I mean, from from Q one, he felt like it felt like it was gonna be a Red Bull one too. Based on Q one, so Lewis just splitting the Red Bulls was more of a okay. We got one person between them now, and they're not gonna run off. So yeah, I was. It was a bit based on Friday. Up until Saturday, whatever they did in that Red Bull garage, they, yeah, whoever whoever found something, whoever spotted something, they need to give him they need to give him a raise because that was good job overnight. Yeah, I think that was a very much damaged limitation qualifying. Um, usually, you don't see uh, somebody like Lewis Hamilton barely out qualifying Sergio Perez, somebody that's not notoriously good at qualifying. Um, but he yeah, was flying all weekend, Perez. So give credit to him there. Um, but yeah, I kind of think that perfectly sets up for the next point, um, which was the race. So during the race, um, we had uh, Hamilton on Hamilton and P two Verstappen P one front of the grid. There was a lot of talk that there was going to make contact on that first corner. Um, we've had that previously this season, as you may be aware. But um, I was quite skeptical. I didn't think. They'll be touching the, the corners way too wide um, to be having contact unless it's kind of like deliberate. But we saw um, Lewis have an absolutely fantastic start, quite an opposite to what's been happening throughout the season. And he actually had a better start off the line than uh, Max Verstappen. And Max Verstappen kind of squeezed him immediately because he realised he had a quicker start and was pushed out wide. And um, I think... Once he got pushed out wide, Perez had the gains on him, but obviously team orders, he's not going to take that spot. And uh, it start, that started the, the little battle that we had for set up completely. But uh, Marks, what did you think of that start? Um, was you surprised that Lewis got off the line that quickly? Um, I was really shocked, actually. I, can't, I was like, it's, the Mercedes has not had a, been good from the start all season. So I thought it's like, it's going to be one of those ones where... You know, Max just takes off and then Lewis probably be chasing him down. But um, yeah, Lewis absolutely took it and just ran with it. Like he didn't, he didn't yield. He just stuck. He stuck to what his game, what his plan was to do. Um, <clears throat> to take it on the inside, and then when Max was trying to push him out, he just kind of like got his elbows out and just pushed Max out. And that was it. Like similar to, I think similar to 2015 with Nico Rosberg. Um, Nico, uh, I think Nico, Nico yielded a bit, bit more. But you know, Lewis knows what knows the track very well, and it was a very good start. Very good start. That's all I can say. I think what the start missed though clearly was Bottas, and yeah, he. His grip penalty, huh? It wasn't it a good wasn't, start for Bottas. Well, it wasn't a good start for Bottas. It was just that the fact that he had that five place grip penalty really hurt Mercedes in that first opening in those first couple of opening laps. Because if Bottas is there, I don't think Max and Perez are able, uh, sorry, yeah, Max and Perez are able to gang up on, um, on Lewis like that. And the strategy throughout the whole race as well kind of just played into that, like the fact that Lewis had to pit in earlier than he wanted to because he had to, because Perez did, 
if Bottas was there, I think it would have helped Mercedes a lot more with the strategy. So I think when it came down to strategy, you know, I mean, I suppose we'll talk about it a bit more in a bit. Um, the Mercedes, Mercedes were kind of in between a rock and a hard place. So there wasn't much they could do except for maybe cover off what Max did when Lewis was leading. But yeah. Yeah, uh, you make a good point about um, Bottas not being there and how it can kind of handicap somebody that's leading it because um, when you haven't got your teammate there, maybe those situations where Max goes off the track and comes back on doesn't happen if there's Bottas there because he's not going to yield. And then you've got that buffer right there. So um, maybe um, we're seeing the opposite. We've seen how Mercedes over the years... Uh, how Lewis and Bottas will um, bully teams in terms of strategy. We've seen it with Ferrari and stuff like that because of their good qualifying positions. But today, Lewis has kind of left in no man's land. Um, but he did get a great start and he managed to kick off this whole uh, strategy war. A um, couple of little tussles uh, at the beginning of that race as well. Um, we saw Stroll uh, getting spun out by Latifi. So unfortunate for him, but the two Canadians... Um, taking each other out but uh richard uh, what did you think of of the start and did you think um once lewis jumped him that was that was it for him and he was he was going to run away with it um yeah it was, it was a really good start from this to be fair i was quite surprised to be fair that lewis managed to get off to a good start because everyone off the form of the season he hasn't really had that many good starts to be fair um so when he obviously when he has um Max has sort of reacted in a way and then started to squeeze him into like basically the uh, over the white line of the pit, pit lane. Um, so I thought, okay, that's not really surprising. Quite cheeky, but not really surprising. But fair game, Lewis decided, okay, I've got track position. Uh, I'm going to push you out wild in retaliation. I'm sure Max wasn't happy with that. But for fair game, you know, you can't expect, you can't try and bully Lewis all season and then expect Lewis not to bite back. You know, I thought it's fair game. You know, people asking for penalties and whatever. Just nah, it's just let them retaliate and just leave the start. Uh, yeah, when Lewis got in front, I thought, you know, the, the only way this is going to mess up is if Mercedes get it wrong with the strategy or something. I don't think it'll be much of a like a Lewis issue where he mess it up. So obviously, when they've obviously when obviously Lewis has been out to the front and then Max has then pitted, I think after like lap. 12 or something like that. I can't remember what it was. Lap 11. Um, yeah, lap 11, yeah. Obviously, he's went on to the hearts and whatnot to try to undercut. Obviously, Mercedes, instead of reacting immediately, he said, okay, Lewis, let's go a bit longer sort of thing. So ultimately, when Lewis has pitted, he's then... It, Max has been able to perform the undercut and then he's managed to drop six seconds on Lewis's head. So it's like, oh, okay, right. How How's Lewis going to make this up? So... In terms, in terms of that, well, we're getting to later on into a bit deep into the race, but yeah, I thought I thought it was just going to run away with it, but obviously that was really the case. But now it was an interesting start, to say the least, you know, definitely. Yeah, you're right. Um, I think it, it, it's kind of set up perfectly for the next type of uh, stages of the race where the strategies came really into play, and a lot of people started pitting early because it's about making the the, the first move. Um, Kunle, what did you think? I know Richard just made that point about um, yielding. I think Lewis has learned his lesson to not yield to Max Verstappen. Yeah, his I mean, corners. If you yield, if you yield way too many times, you don't get 
you lose the edge up, yeah, you lose your edge as a racing driver, right? I mean, how many times in a season will he yield? And lucky lucky enough, the Texas is everything is big in Texas, so you know, it was a wide enough don't look at me like that. It was a wide enough corner. <laughs> it was a wide enough corner, like you know, even if he pushed him out wide, there was still some track left. But I wanted to go back to something that Matt said about missing Bottas there. You see when, when um, Max went wide and Perez was able to, like, not push. If there was a Valtteri Bottas there where the pace differential at that stage of the race wasn't huge, you know, because Mercedes had the straight line speed this weekend. If Bottas was there to sort of put pressure on them at that time, Perez doesn't just slow down for Max to get back and go by. It's a whole different conversation, right? Because, again, you have to cover Bottas from that start. And and that's that's sort of one of the one – of, that was one of, like, the key battles there. Like, Perez was able to, like, cover Lewis and force Lewis to go long when Max pitted. So it was more of, okay, we're covering Max, but we also have to cover Perez because – it's not that far off. There's not that much of a pace differential there at that point of the race. But, yeah, but yeah. one thing about the start that I liked was the McLarens trying to bully color signs. That was interesting to watch. Like the first few quarters, it was it was Ricardo and Norris going. They tried to put him in a sandwich, but it was a bit techy. Like and Science sort of held his own, but Ricardo ended up getting past, I believe. But that was like a good start. And in terms of like the the initial pit stops, Red Bull lost that battle once this season. And ever since they've lost that battle, they've been on the aggressive. They've tried not to be the ones reacting to like Mercedes pitting. They make they force Mercedes to like, okay, you know what? We're gonna pit now. Show us what you have. And it's worked. I, th- I think I think they just since since well, I think that the race you're referring to is Barcelona, right? Yeah, I believe since it was Barcelona. Day, when they got done by strategy, they they said never again, and yeah. they've always been the aggressor in terms of strategy and trying yeah, to make yeah. put force Mercedes into a move, and it even made, amplified it even more the fact that Perez was there and Bottas was not. Yeah. And I I know we haven't spoken, we weren't going to speak about this, but. Do you think it was a baffling decision, Conley, um, about Bottas taking the engine venue again? Because he's on know. what seven engines now? I have no idea. He's just got bare engines. I don't it's know, a, man. It's a six one now. Six. It's he's a collecting. lot of. Bro, he's collecting them like them stones, bro. He's collecting them engines like his standards, bro. I don't know what's going on. I mean, over the years, even even when Mercedes were dominating, they've always had reliability issues with the engine. You know. In, but they were they were so good that they were able to like turn down the engines for some races and still go out there and win. But this year, obviously, they've not been able to turn down the engine. So maybe maybe it's Bottas's driving style. And I'm ex- I, you know, everyone else is expecting Lewis to take another engine penalty at some point again this year. But it's just been it's just been a very weird one. Like I don't understand why he's taking so many engines. I say he took back to back new engines. Yeah, from um, Russia and uh, Monza. 
he had to take yeah. new engines. Yeah. So there seems to be a real concern about the reliability of engines. And that kind of like waves a red flag for Lewis Hamilton as well, because he's going to have those issues. We saw other um, different um, Mercedes engines have penalties this week. And we saw Vettel start from the back. We saw Russell start from the back. Is there issues with reliability related to this engine? So we'll see yeah. how that plays. It's, it's going to be a big factor. It's interesting because, you know, Honda have looked solid this year. I mean, it's they only have four cars. I don't, I don't know. They have only four cars on the grid, right? That's Red um, yeah. Bull and uh, Red Bull and um, Alpha. But they've looked solid. If there's not been anything about engine issues, or maybe because they're just using next year's engine already, or something like that. But they've made they've made leaps in their reliability, and it's not. They're not taking engine penalties because of reliability. They only took engine penalties because. Yeah, engines got wiped out. Yeah, that's Unless, actually true as well because they went out due to damage yeah, on because uh, of damage on hungry, hungry and Silverstone. Yeah, so it's not been engine, it's not been engine issues, it's not been reliability. So I don't know. We'll see. There's, there's five races left. I hope Mercedes don't have to take an engine penalty for Lewis, but you know we'll get to that. We'll get to like the whole title, champ, title challenge later, but. Yeah, I hope they don't have to take another one because if they do that, then they might as well just say congratulations, Max, you're the champion for the year. Just so that yes. you know, kind of like they, they are. Um, so so said that Lewis will have to take Andrew penalty. We just don't know where though. So it could be Mexico, oh. could be Qatar, could be whatever. We just don't know where. But he's gonna have to take, take an engine penalty. Yeah. Was that breaking news? Is that breaking news, Richard? Yes, that's breaking news well, that's... that you're hearing on the pod. <laughs> 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 I did not know. That. Well, I. <laughs> I, well, I heard about this like a week or two with anyway that they were planning to give Lewis a new engine soon anyway. So Toto just confirmed it before on uh, Sky, whatever, that he is going to have to. We just don't know where. So it'll be interesting to see but, like the altitude of like, you know, like, um, I mean, Mexico that, that... or somewhere like whatever. Wherever they take it there, would that make sense? I, I don't know. It probably wouldn't make sense in Mexico because you no know, Mercedes aren't that strong there. So They hate Mexico anyway. They so... might as well take it there. I would take it. In Mexico. Yeah, I'll yeah. take it in Mexico. I'll take it in Mexico. I mean, uh, you see, you say Mexico, but I, you want to do as much damage limitation you can in Mexico. You don't want Max to get like, for example, you take a the engine penalty. I know you only be depending if it's just the ice or if it's a bit more than that. You don't want Lewis to be end up starting from like the back of the grid because if it's just the ice, you only get like a five place grid penalty. And say he'll probably qualifies second or third on the grid, they'll drop him back to eighth, and they might struggle to get high more points. But you, you want to do as much damage limitation as possible at Mexico, so you might want to take it at a track you're actually more likely to be quicker that you might be able to even but, fight. But then looking looking at the calendar, though, positions. looking at the rest of the calendar maps, into we've got Mexico, into Lagos might Lagos, be the better place. We've got Abu Dhabi. We've got um Qatar, Singapore. We've got no, Singapore. No, 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 Singapore. No, no, Singapore. No, Singapore. No, no, Singapore. No, Singapore. No, Singapore. So, we need tracks you can overtake. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't Wait, know so what kind of Kunde is looking at. I don't. I don't. I don't. Alive? What kind no, of is that? So we've got we've got Qatar. We've got Jeddah. We've got um where else again? Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. We've got Interlagos. And we've got Mexico. We know Mexico, we know we know Mercedes, we know that Mercedes, whatever W10, W11, W12. I don't know if W12 will like Mexico. W11 definitely didn't like Mexico. W10 didn't like Mexico. 
you know, it wasn't ever since Mexico came back to the track. It, they've not. Luis has won titles there, but I'm not sure they've put dominating performances there where they're like blasting everyone else off. Um, Interlagos, Red Bull are very good there. Like, yeah, Max, Max especially. Max is peachy there. Like, and it might rain, and Max in Interlagos and the rain is a bit like it's a bit of a sticky one for everyone else. Saudi Arabia or Abu Dhabi or whatever, which one ever it is. Um, I don't know why they're racing there, but yeah, I, we don't know what Jeddah's gonna be like, and we don't know what um the other one's gonna be like. I'm sounding yeah. a bit ignorant right now, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I mean, to be fair, no one really knows why I'm going for Jeddah and Qatar, so you actually don't sound ignorant. Really, yeah. nobody knows. No, nobody knows. That, nobody that knows. just looks awful. I'm sorry, I can't. I can't. At all, it's really. a MotoGP, so, MotoGP, MotoGP, so yeah, they do MotoGP. So, though, so. if anything, if anything, if I'm Mercedes, if I'm total, and I have to punch in the card where I take the engine penalty, I'm taking in Mexico. You know, you're probably not going to qualify higher than second or third, second at best, if the Red Bull is dialed in. Again, we're saying this because we just expect Red Bull to be good everywhere else. Red Bull were notoriously good in Mexico, even when they didn't have the fastest car. So what are they exactly. going to do now they got the fastest car? So, so you know, just take it there. You're not you're probably going to like, I don't know. Total might need to bring out the envelopes from, you know, from them from Damler or whatever they come this called and like hand out big envelopes on the grid. Like yo, when you see when you see this black car coming, yeah, just move uh, to the uh, side a bit. Are you yeah. implying? Are you implying bribes? Is this what we're doing right now? Uh, you know, uh, uh, is, hey, it, is that, is that, we have to say allegedly, because Alleg- that allegedly, obviously, obviously. I mean, it's tongue and cheek, tongue and cheek, but it's not looking like, it's not looking as straightforward as a Monza would be, or a Silverstone would be, or probably Spa would possibly be, you know, that being said, every time I remember there was that, Rain flooded race. I get pissed again because that that was that that changed that sort of changed this season in a way. I think I think with that, yeah. If if it is a tight points difference at the end of the season, yes, it yeah. will matter. If Max Max or Lewis wins by a good margin, then it doesn't really matter. I think I mean, if it, they win by like thirty points, that yeah, that small race. Is insignificant because that means that person was going to win yeah. anyway, regardless. But um, yeah, I think that kind of you kind of set me up here because that's kind of like the strategy on the long run, and there was a lot of strategy wars in this race as well. So I think it all kicked off with uh, with um, Max Verstappen pitting out lap eleven, on lap eleven. Yeah, and then that triggered um, Perez to pit at lap thirteen. Lewis went out long. One thing I noticed with uh, Max when he lapped. He got straight back into position real quick after he lapped. So he overtook everybody he needed to overtake. Who did he? He overtook Ricardo within half a lap. That quick, quick dunking. And I was like, okay, so this guy didn't even need to hold up in, like, stay behind. He caught, he caught them like in good. He caught them in good places. Yeah, he caught them in good places and dealt with it accordingly. Good places. Yeah. yeah, and Perez pitted, and we saw uh, Lewis pit at lap fourteen and. That's when Max took the lead. Um, I think that's where things kind of turned its tide a little bit. Um, 
but I'll come to you, Marks, on this. Do you think it was the right strategy by Mercedes today? There was a lot going on. There was, uh, a, was a two stopper. It's very strategy dependent. What do you think? Yeah, um, it's hard to say because if it if it worked, it would have been the greatest strategy since Barcelona, but it didn't. So you're looking at it funny, <clears throat> and as I said, in I mean hindsight's a great, a beautiful thing because you know what you should you need to do better, but. I, I think they actually went for the right strategy. Um, I feel make that maybe they should have brought Lewis in instead of doing plus six, plus five, or plus four um, from what they originally planned. Given it would, if he had those, those extra two laps, he would have had less time. He had to make up instead of the was it eight seconds? I think he had to make up. He would yeah, only had maybe yeah. what six or seven. Um, so I I thought they left him out there a bit too long. And they should have brought him in a bit sooner, and then he would be able to court Max in the final closing stages of the laps. Whereas this one, I mean, he was able to catch Max, but then Max was starting to pull away. And then he got the DRS off Mick Schumacher as well. That mean, and then Lewis made that mistake that same lap on turn 11, which kind of just ruined any chances of Lewis winning that race. So it's it's a tight one. It's a very tight call. I think you can't blame Mercedes this time. As I said previously, I think the fact that they didn't have Bottas there didn't help anything at all for the strategy. Um, there's no one there uh, to like cover for the other Red Bull, like where Perez could just stay out and then take the lead off Lewis if he had to. For example, if Lewis pitted um, after Max, and then they could have um, done something there. There really wasn't much that Mercedes could do. Um, he, they were pretty much. He was on his own, and they. I suppose they tried their best. You can't. Do you think? Do you think you, you you get handicapped in those type of positions, especially if you're one car up, if you've got the slower car, because yeah. neither strategy works. If you yeah, hit and, early like, and you try to tell him to do hammer time, it's not going to really work out. It, yes, you got your you, out there. Basically, what Mercedes end up doing, they wanted Hamilton to do similar to Spa, not Spa, sorry, to Hungary. Um, they want him to do quality laps um, on those hard tyres for like the next 20 laps to catch Max and it just really it really wasn't going to work and uh, you could, it, you've you got a glimmer of hope when he was just cutting so much time off but then you're, he's also working the tyres a lot harder than Max is having to as well so you don't you can't really even say if Max was um, <coughs> was Tires were actually how bad they were because apparently the track wasn't even for degradate tire degradation. The track wasn't that bad for the hard tire, so it was hard to say where what stages Max his tires at. Whether he was just saving them until the final few laps because he knows Hamilton was going to be there, or is it that yeah? The um, I'll, I can't remember my point now, but yeah, it was yeah. Uh, um, R Richard, do you think like 
they looked slow out there, Mercedes, in their medium tyres, especially on the first stint. Um, you could see that Verstappen was very, very close to him the whole time in them opening laps. And I don't know whether it was a good idea. Jashi, do you think it was a good idea? Because Merck is notoriously not good in dirty air. Was it a good idea to decide to pit Lewis and have him behind Max Verstappen in that race, strategy-wise? No. No, no, definitely not. Um, They should have done basically the overcut, if you will, on them, especially in the summer car, really to make. So I think it would have been more beneficial if Mercedes were the team with the car in front and they were trying to defend against Max rather than him having to chase them down and have to deal with, you know, obviously the DATA, what Lewis encountered towards the end of the race and all stuff like that. Like it didn't really benefit them because now you could, you could be pedantic and say, okay, Max has pitted on, I think it was lap 29, and then Lewis has pitted eight laps later. You would say, okay, maybe Lewis would have caught him had he pitted two or three laps earlier, really and truly. But then again, you could say, okay, he was within a second towards the end because it was really, really close. But I think really you should have basically done like an overcut to basically get the drop on Max per se rather than have have Red Bull do the undercut on them and then you seen these big gaps because when from, from the first time around when Rebel pitted, it was a six second gap that he dropped on Lewis, and then Lewis is kind of have to make that up. As you said, from the first spell on the mediums, when Lewis was taken off, Rebel was able to keep up. And I think ideally, they would have thought that maybe they were able to get away, but Max was going away anyway, really and truly. So when they've decided, okay, we're going to go longer than what. So we're going to go longer than what Red Bull are doing, per se. And then we'll just make it up towards the end. I don't know. They look, they look better on the hards, to be fair, than what they did on the mediums, to, to be fair. But, no, I, f- I feel like... You, so you, feel you, you like, can still... Sorry, sorry you, you can still... Like, you can still no, go on. I was going to ask, don't you feel like um, having Checo there as well, though, like if they did get that overcut, even if they pit... Max the next lap after Lewis, they'll just leave Checo out there to hold up Lewis. So Max is still be able to gain time on Lewis. Yeah, but with hindsight, yeah, you, you... with hindsight, sorry, sorry, Richard, but with hindsight, at the end of the race, Max, um, sorry, Checo wasn't a factor. Yeah, but I mean, that I think that's just so, that's just how, that's how it just played out in the end. Yeah, um, but, cause but I feel, I feel like, like if if you're if Checo is actually going to be a factor, Checo would have been a factor. I think Checo was just allowed to write drive his own race. Um, Red Bull kind of knew they had this in the bag. It was theirs to lose after that first pit stop. So they knew it was kind of no, theirs to we, lose. I don't think I don't think they knew. I don't think they were... Horner sounded so smug when he was talking to Sky. He kind of knew it. He knew it was, it was theirs to lose. No. And so, so at the end of the first... So he was very comfortable. First I feel Horner like, was very comfortable. He wasn't worried at all about the Merc. He wasn't... He wasn't, wasn't worried, but at the same time... I feel like- there was always that chance that... So the problem with the hard tyres this weekend was that once it fell off, it fell off. You know, it wasn't able to rubber back in. And, you know, so the other day, the other race was... Was it Sochi? Or what? when was the last time the hard tyres wasn't used where, like, it took a couple laps to warm it up again, then it would fall off, then it would pick up again after going through that graining stage? You talk about inches. Uh, well, that was the inters, right? Yeah, yeah, that was the inters. Yeah, the last race where the inters would fall off, then it would pick up again. So, but this the hards did not pick up again. 
So once the hats fell off, once you had the, once you picked it out, that was it. It was downhill from there. You could probably just manage your pace, or or just decide to wreck your tires. So I feel like they knew that, and they and and what Mercedes sort of banked on was that Max wouldn't be able to open that much of a gap by the time Lewis was out of the pit. So on the mediums, I don't think there was ever a time where Lewis was more than one second ahead of Max. But then, um, I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think it's an indicator. But, but for me, is, uh, the not show is I'm not. I'm not putting. I'm not putting that much of a blame on Mercedes. I would say if, if I was going to give a one slight to what, what their decision making, when you saw Max Verstappen pit at lap eleven saying too much dirty yeah, my tires are hot. Yeah, that's kind of an indication of okay, what happens when you're directly behind somebody that's leading, and Mercedes should have thought about okay, if we put up, put Lewis in that situation, what's going to happen? Because your tires are going to get cooked and you're going to start overheating. So, yeah. um, obviously, like you just said, hindsight is twenty twenty. Um, but maybe that was an indication, maybe to make Lewis go out longer because Lewis can go long if he wants to go long. It's not an issue. It's not an issue. Obviously. We're picking picking um, between clutching at straws here because we don't know which which way the strategy would have worked, but maybe just doing the opposite of what Red Bull were doing might have been the best way to go. I don't think they I decided you. to do their own strategy. I hear you. I feel I feel like hammer time right after Max pits, you know, one lap, come in, get new hearts, might have been better. It would, it would have just been whatever they do. We mirror it, so we don't go that. But then also, don't forget, Perez was there, right? So even if even even if Lewis mirrored Checo, I mean, even if Lewis mirrored Max, they would have just played Ma- and Perez to go along, and it would have just been almost even like you know, Lewis comes out of in front of Max, Checo's probably just going to hold him up there, and he wrecks he wrecks the hard tires with. Max probably just coasting behind and pushing when it was time to push. But again, hindsight, 2020, and it, it it was what it was at the end of the day. Yeah, I don't I don't think um, Lewis needed the eight lap um, tire advantage per se over Max. Really, truly, if that makes sense. I feel like three or four would have been sufficient. So if they would have maybe pitted them, let's say. Flat 33, 34, run about that window. I think once once the tires kind of warmed up and got into the groove, I think that would have been enough in order to Lewis to try and attack Maxford. I think I think almost Mercedes overestimated how much slower they were than Red Bull. So they decided to make it a big enough gap, you know, so that on second the second hearts, it'll have a lot fresher tires and they'll be able to attack better. But in the end, if you kind of do the maths. Then how much new the tires were compared to the advantages that Lewis was making? He was making good traction in the end. In some at some laps, there was times you know getting two seconds, one point four, eight tenths. But really and truly, it still wasn't enough because he didn't even get a DRS zone. I thought he did towards the end, but he didn't. So if you gave him a, you know the three extra laps, well not three extra, if you bought him three laps early, I think he would have got him. Even though he was having the issues with the day to year per se. But it's on Mercedes again. It's on Mercedes again. 
I'm not going to be too critical of them for this time around because it did almost work. And it wasn't like a major, major error on their side, but it was an overestimation, I feel. But as I said, as I said on Tom's video, it might be the case of strategy what fucks it up in the end for Lewis and Mercedes. Who agrees with what? Lewis didn't really have no pushback for the strategy. He started to rock with it. It didn't work out. We'll see how it works out for the next five races if this happens again. Because if it does happen again, I feel that's Tetris done. So yeah, I think look, it's not too too bad. Look, you lost the race about one point three seconds. It's not like you got completely dunked on. Uh, it nearly worked like uh, Richard just said, and it's just by the slimmest of margins. But you can kind of see the two title protagonists right now. The greatest example of how level above they are. Them two were 42 seconds above uh, ahead of four. Yeah, uh, they're third close. Place. 42 they're seconds close. ahead of third. They're close. Clear. And, they both, and, and they both, they all did two stops. They all they're did two clear. stops. They all did two stops. No, Lewis no was 42 seconds ahead of Perez. They're clear. They're clear. Was he, was he 42 seconds ahead of Perez, was he? Yes. I thought he was at 20 plus. And, no, and I'm looking at it right now. 42.2. Wow. I thought he was almost almost ahead of Perez. Levels stops. above, man. Levels above, man. But yeah, so Checo, Checo was just driving his own race, man. I I don't know what he was in no man's land for like most of it. I don't know what he was doing. I feel like hey, he could have done a lot he, better. He, but, sorry, oh, he got a podium, man. He's leaving with exactly, something. He, 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 <laughs> he's leaving with something. He's not around the way. He's leaving with something. He's had a real hard season. He has to come around. My man was driving. He was driving with no water still, like. You know, there was no drinks, nothing. He was going around. No war. Yeah, That's crazy. That is true. That Don't is true. Yeah. That. I, thought, yeah. I forgot about that. For yeah. listeners, in Texas. Uh, Checo drove the whole race without a drink. His drink system yeah. failed. He left his something. He left his something. Yeah, he well done to him. Try him out also, but he left his something. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the desert of Texas with no yeah. war. That's craziness, man. You can see at the end, he was sitting down just catching, catching breeze. Like, yeah. But like like I said, slim some margins. Uh, Max Verstappen gets the win. Um, I think um, it's a very composed drive from him um, but we'll probably speak about him later but talking about slimness of margins McLaren and Ferrari today what a battle they were boy. having boy, boy, out boy. With that, especially I know Conley you touched on that in the first lap. Yeah. Um, give, us a, give us a breakdown of what happened today between Ferrari and McLaren boy I don't know where that Ferrari pace came from this weekend I wasn't expecting it you know but boy, they're always good at Kota they're always good at Kota Ferrari are always good at yeah. not last year. Not the when they got year. slapped for their legal engine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, it's that's a legal engine. <laughs> <laughs> FIA said no more illegal engine, and them guys had a mare. Yeah, yeah that, that was one yeah. time. But last year they had a good race at Cota. I think that one of the few good races at Cota in it. So what? Two thousand eighteen. Yeah, was... uh, nineteen. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Then they got that. Like, no, I think, no, no, you know what? You know what? P four four. In a way, in a way, Charles. You know where Leclerc? Like, I know we call him, we call him FIS son. John, He's John Percival. Tubbs. Percival. John Todd's love child. Mm. John, you know Arthur's brother. Some, yeah, you know. Yeah, someone you know. Yeah, yeah, the, 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 yeah. that that Donny that lives in Monaco. I don't know his hands. Yeah, mm. yeah, but he came out. Mm. Yeah, basically, like two people had the races of their own, like they were just doing their own thing. Charles and Checo, like it's like it's like Norwich, right? 
too good for the championship, not good enough for the league. So where do you put them? And that was like, that was that was Checo and um, Leclerc today. But Leclerc, once Leclerc got out that start, he he just like you know what? Peace to you, Carlos. You know, streets been saying your streets are saying you might be the face of this team, but you go do my dirty work for me behind. You know, deal with the deal with them papaya boys. I'm just around here, you know, just I'm chilling, I'm cooling. But Carlos signs, man. He had a battle with Ricardo. He had a battle with Norris. For some reason, I don't know how Bottas jumped Norris. I don't know what happened to Norris in the later stages of that race. But I just remember it was Sainz. It was Ricardo, Sainz, Norris. And they were not far off each other. And the time, the lap times are like, yo, yo, and up. You know, at some point, Sainz was faster. At some point, Norris was the fastest of all three of them. At some point, Ricardo was just holding on to their life. But once once, once Carlos had that bad pit stop, and that was where it all came around. Without that bad pit stop, I feel like Carlos finishes ahead of Ricardo and Norris. They did it again. Why are they again. keep checking the signs yeah. with these pit stops? Again. It's, it's, it's yeah, he's fighting for his life. Yeah, man. the questions. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, FIA, Ferrari... Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying make to be a conspiracy. Make a Are you saying that? Oh, Charles's pit stop was fine, but Sainz's is never fine. I mean, I didn't say it. The numbers. Someone said there. it, didn't it? Someone, Someone said, said it. That, you know, the TV screen show it. <laughs> it's not me saying it. <laughs> you know. But I agree but with yeah, that. Point six seconds on his head top, you know. Boy. You know, stationary, not just you know, stationary five point. They didn't put the back right on. They were sleeping. And same at espresso, ma- espresso ma- making. Man, ma- are doing two point four, and you're doing five point. Hey, it's a bit nasty, but you know, McLaren saw that and immediately. And this is the thing. I like teams that are reactive to that. You see your closest, you see your closest rivals mess up the team. What do you do? Stick on them, get onto them. Like, you know what? This guy's messed it up. We can get two cars in, in and out, in and out. We'll still we'll have a chance to beat him. But obviously, the Ferrari had the better pace this weekend. He was able to get, I think he was able to get Ricardo back or something. Yeah. It was it? No, 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 no. Um, what happened? Was he was able to get Norris. No, yeah, because Norris had a slow pit stop. They, Norris they had double a, stacked. They double stacked. Then obviously, Norris got the effect of the double stack. So I was able to get Norris, and he was fighting with Ricardo up for a while. It was very close to Ricardo. It felt like he touched as well. But he had to they, give. They he gave. Touched. He gave Ricardo the place though. So it's like you remember um, when he, when they tried to sandwich him, and he got and not going out wide. At the he start, gave, at the start, yeah, the he start, gave Ricardo the place. He gave gave Ricardo the place. Yeah, and he, and it was then he was told to give Norris the place as well. I don't know if he did though. I don't think. No, what happened? He was supposed to give Norris the space, uh, the place, but he place. gave Ricardo the place instead. They said, "I'm not giving Norris the place." Yeah, because I, I already gave it to Ricardo. Steve, what, what did they, what did the stewards have to say? They right just now? they they, st- they still said oh, Norris. You have to give, you have to give the place back to Norris. So but, you end up giving the place. It's, it's interesting. It's interesting. You, Kunle, I'm gonna let me get back on your point. You said Ferrari had the pace. It's interesting that Sainz was on softs and he was getting dunked on by McLaren at the beginning of that race. So, so again. I feel, I feel like I feel like you see that that start that medium was 
the better race tire for the weekend. And it felt like everyone else knew it, apart from Carlos Sainz's engineers. <laughs> he said he, at the beginning on the grid talk, on the grid walk, Sainz was like, please give me mediums. I wish I could have mediums. Like, because, you know, it's like, it's like when Lewis was, when, when Lewis went hungry and they went on the grid with Inters and everyone else was coming in for slicks. And it's like, he's looking around, everyone else around you has got yellow tyres and looking at your tyres is red. There's a reason why they didn't do that red. They didn't, there's a reason why none of them used the soft in Q2. Like in Q2, I didn't knew. see I didn't see anyone that was serious. It was a lot, you know what? That was peak on seriousness from from Carlos side side of the I don't know what they were trying to do. I don't know what experiment it was. That no soft one, tire this weekend was horrible, I think. He was, was garbage. It was, it was Garbage. It was degrading a lot degrading so quickly. I think it was what, nine laps. I don't I don't think nine it was it wasn't warming up. On. It wasn't warming up quick. It wasn't warming up quick enough. It wasn't staying on for long. It wasn't there wasn't a there wasn't even a pace advantage. You, you know, like some races you're like, okay, these guys are starting on soft. They could get us at the start. But it was vulnerable, like it was like double homicide, like two on one going into that sandwich. It made no sense. Yeah. It made no sense. I don't know why. It made no sense. T- today, I I celebrated uh, Bottas' takeover because when he overtook Sainz, that is crucial for the for the constructors' championship between yeah, Ferrari. It is, it is crucial. It's crucial for Bottas. It's crucial. It, it's crucial for Bottas and it's crucial for McLaren because yeah. we're looking at if we look at the standings now, um, it is McLaren's got two hundred and forty points. Ferrari's got two hundred and thirty-two point five. The every single point counts right now, and the fact that Bottas overtook Sainz on the final lap just shows how tight this is. Richard, with the apparent uh, speed that um, Ferrari's got with this new engine, that these engine upgrades, do you think? Uh, how do you think this is going to go down for the next five races between McLaren and Ferrari? Who's going to get third? Um, as long as Ricardo stops being a bozo, I expect McLaren to really get third, really and truly, because. No, in terms of duos, Ferrari been a better duo this season easily. It's not even close. Um, yeah, because every time, you know, Charles puts in a, like a good lap, bars a good race. Carlos is not that far behind, even if he has to take, you know, an engine penalty or whatnot. He's just not, you know, massive disparities. Let's say, for example, Gasly and Snowder. And obviously, Gasly had to go out um, today and Snowder. Hey, shout, shout, shout out Yuki, though. Yeah, shout out you, boy Yuki, man. Yeah, he done his thing. He done his thing this weekend still. Yeah. Must have seen, yo, the, pri- the, 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 the thing The price is going up. The price is going up. Okay, so the price is going up. I've heard too many slanders. So I'm closing the doors. Yeah, no, the no price is going up. I mean, I, I still, I, we, we held it. I still held it. IPO is closed. Yeah. If you've got stops, you're cool. If you've been cooking me about him the whole season, forget about it. Dollar sign, We We love that. YUKI. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Richard, go ahead. Uh, is it is it is it going to be close at the end, or do you think one of them is going to run away with McLaren or Ferrari? Or is Ric- I, Ricardo I didn't let him down this year, t- this weekend. He didn't let him down. No, quality, he quality didn't. Good. He was, race good. He was actually on job. Yeah, practice, quality, race. He was actually on job. But the problem is, can we get that for the last five races? We can't just get that once in the blue moon. That because we can't quicker than the Ferraris. No doubt about it. And they've been quicker than the Ferraris for majority of the season. But because it's just Lando, you know. Only, the only one that's showing it, and Ricardo's doing all, you know, Fugazi business. 
Like he was on all this little Texas bullshit, wasn't he? He drove Dale and Hart's car. What is it? All cute little Texas outfit, you know, like his fancy dress. I, li- I like that. Does the American accents. Yeah, he yeah. had the bit, had the mustache. He felt comfortable. Yeah, all the like, fans I were there for him. Like, yeah. I feel like Texas, mm. Texas felt like Australia for him this weekend. Mm. It was hella comfy. He was going about moving, you know, was running around, mm. not like Pac, but he was still running around. Yeah. So was, nah, he was running like a Pac. He was running like Pac. No, was moving, he was okay. Like, okay. Hey, yeah, listen, yeah, he got, he got, he got, yeah, he got yeah, Zach yeah. Brown a tattoo of Monzo on his arm. Oh, that was what it was. The Monzo track. Ah, okay, okay. He does edit. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. If that's what Danny Vick needs for the end of the season, it should be easy for it for me. I can't lie to you, but as I said, as long as we don't get no more bozo performances from him. If we get more performances like today, as I said, it should be easy. Really, truly, but... I don't care. I just that's what you see, because far we just beyond. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I just hope both teams are muddy by the end of the season. Don't this like guy's anything. a hater, man. <laughs> get out of here, Mox, man. Why you want both teams? Hey, Mugs, why do you hate McLaren and Ferrari? You hate that, McLaren man? and Ferrari. How does this make you make sense? Pick a side, brother. Huh? Pick a side. I can't, I can't reveal my team in it, but we, we, it's we, Alpha Romeo. We know that. We cook it. It's not Alpha Romeo. It is, you nasty. You are high. Your team's turning into Andretti. Is that an Italian bonnet on your head? Oh, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Did he just say the W's coming soon? Is he saying Williams is his team on the low? You, Damon Hill back in Williams. You, you Jack Villeneuve. Awesome, yeah? The first love, bro. The first love. As I said, okay. the BMW Williams. That was the first love. All right. Yeah. Right. Warwick Snow's and that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> man's, not... man's got Latifi and Albon. Good luck to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit. Oh, I'm yeah, older. Older. Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Williams. Yeah. Eh? Look at Yeah. This is gonna get oh, clipped. Man. You know, next you year. Can't. Yeah. Sorry, bro. It's not... Mars has been revealed. Now we now have a Williams fan on pit stop We have a Williams fan. Fine, man. If you are a Williams fan out there, you're not alone. Listen, I'm an Arsenal fan. I'm used. I'm used to this stress and disappointment. Exactly. <laughs> We're saying that's a team principle, yeah. Say not. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a team principle we want to see. No, I don't want that to see. That is not a team principle we want to see. No. All right. Before we go, uh, drive of the day. I'm gonna to go to you, Richard, first. Who is your driver? Uh, gotta give it to Max. You know, there wasn't really any massive stand. I mean, Seb drove a good race, to be fair. Um, Alonso did until he started moving mad. You know, running around like he packed. Oh, against before, his before. Martin Bogio. We need to speak about Alonso. Alonso was moving bad today. Well, he was. He tried it. He tried it. He tried it. He tried it. And did you hear the did you hear the radio Alpine between Alpine and uh, Michael Massey? Well, hell no, that was ridiculous. The way they teed up Massey and said, Yo, so what did he say? Yo, are we allowed to go off track for overtakes? Are we? Massey's like, yeah. No. So are we allowed to go off track for overtakes? It's like Massey's like, No. So why do you allow Raikkonen to do that thing? And Massey's like, Right. Um, no, that, that's not acceptable. Blah, blah, blah. Massey, I don't, fam, the way people, these men bully Massey here. Is unreal. They're doing so many creative ways, fam. It should get reports like off or something. Because fam, the bully is new, fam. Honest to God, the bullying is new. You can just tell he's trembling, his voice is shook, and everything, fam. Honest to God, he's just taken for a small boy, fam. He needs to get replaced. I'm sorry, but you can't be able yeah. to see um, a director like that. My, my, the most beautiful thing this season is Alonso beef with FIA. He probably said on the radio, speak to Michael Massey about that. Because Rackett did the same thing. He's got a vendetta against FIA. And you will, you will never see anything like this. That he's doing... He's, the overtake on Giovanazzi is not even an overtake. This is lawless driving that he was doing. 
Bob's. And he just said, and then, then he started celebrating. Like, yes, he's taking the piss. He's taking the piss. No, you know, you know the wild thing, yeah. You went wide. He was never making that corner. He was never making it. And my man just goes zoom. And he comes back on track. And he gets on the radio, like, yes, let's go, let's get it. And I'm thinking, this man, bruv. This what guy's celebrating. He's, cel- he's celebrating. <laughs> he's celebrating a layup after the buzzer beer. The, bu- the buzzer's know, already gone. You're celebrating layups. Bro, What's what we did? Bro, when, and then when they told him you have to give the place back, I was trying to act like he didn't know what happened. Like, oh no. That's when that's when he got onto his engineer and said, Let's go speak to Michael Massey. <laughs> Bruh. Uh, he's, I don't know, he's man. Sicko. Fernando he's needs to chill. He needs yeah. to chill. So he's yeah, definitely he not driving today. He's definitely not driving. He's definitely not driving today. Should you giving it to Max? Uh, composed draft. Yeah, I, I give it to Max. Yeah, yeah, solid draft from him. To be fair, you know, faultless. No one else really stole. To be fair, so yeah, I give it to Max. Yeah, it was a lot. Funny thing, it was a race that had a lot, but also you can't really say okay, this person was like ridiculous, spectacular. Yeah. You know, I want to give it. I want to say. I want to say Charles Leclerc, but then I can't give you drive of the day when you're 52 seconds down on the on the winner. A lie. You know. Yeah. People were saying uh, Leclerc should get out of there. I'm like, well, for being a nomad, yeah, like, you want to get out of Max, you stay composed the whole race. You were like 52 seconds behind the person in front of you, like almost a minute. And I want to give it to you, Keyboard. He was a lap down. Sympathy thing, yeah, sympathy thing. That's what it is. Yeah. I mean, you could go P9, yeah, outscore How about that? Hold that. But no, Gasly, that Gasly didn't finish. Gasly has oh, that. Gasly had problems. You are so shameless. I'm shameless. I'm shameless. Oh, I mean, stocks are rising, B. I'm shameless. Dookie but, coin. Man, you small coin. increments. That's what it is. Yeah, we got we nah, got that like whole We got that, we got that huge dump. Someone dumped. Someone did a dump. And we we ain't good. Yeah, I might sell some. Q three. Q three. Points finish. What do what? I might I might, I might sell some of it before Jesus. you make straights because you know, in this times in this. So cool. Is is UK your driver today? You know what? Because I slandered him the last time. Either I, I think it was on I slandered him on the quick stop. So yeah, I'll give Yuki my driver of the day because he 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 did what he had to do. Love that, love that, love that. Yeah, Mars, he's the driver of the day. The, the TV director, as I said, we didn't miss one single piece of action. We saw everything. Like we, it wasn't even like oh we missed this and we have to go back to a replay. It was all there live. On the screen for us, and it was beautiful to see. And that 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 pit stop camera they have as well, yeah. We just go just down there, beautiful. That's my driver the day. So it's jail then, yeah. Safe. <laughs> <laughs> man's, man's, man's giving it to directors. Man wants to give it to George Lucas, and I know he was there. But yeah, okay, you give it to the director. My. Not even a driver. I'm gonna say, um, I'm giving my award to Adrian New. Adrian New came back, put put turned the engines up, done whatever he needed to do with the aero, came back, and it's like everything's back to normal for Red Bull. Yeah, so Adrian New, ten ten drivers back. titles for a reason. They put Mercedes ten constructors for a reason, bro. Not good man. Put Mercedes. Adrian New. He put listen. This brother has had operations of that he put Mercedes in a pack. He came back. Man, man was like, quickly. you know what? I stepped out for a bit. Had a little crash on the road, but yeah, it's a nasty, it's nasty. I hear that. Um, Mazepin Award, guys, 
Who Tom. are we giving it to? I'm going to go I for Richard first. Care. I love Tom. Um, it's like, you know, because I'm thinking, should I give it to Mazzabin? Because he finished, what, like two minutes behind? Oh, should I give it to Alonso? What's the time? Uh, let, 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 let me, me see. Find this let me see. Let me, let me see. One minute, 42 seconds. It was two, two, it was two laps down. But I don't know what the, I don't know what the. I think, I think it was one minute forty two seconds behind the person in front of him who was his teammate. So man, Do you know he hasn't received the world in a while. I can't lie, I'm gonna give it to him because he just keeps disgracing himself. So yeah, honorable mention to Alonso though for that crackhead behavior. So yeah, I'm gonna give it to Mazzino. Uh, Kunle, who are you giving it to? Alonso, man, he was being a bitch, bro. He was being a bitch this weekend. He did it with Kimi. Push Kimi off the track. Kimi comes back on. It's like he overtook me off the track. Bruv, you literally drove the man off the track. He either goes off the track or both both of you like it's something get older out. There was one or the other. Hey, listen, man. OAP quarters coming back soon, man. Yeah. I'll have a flashback to no... that Kimi Alonso fight. <laughs> Felt like 2005 again, eh? Yeah, but it made no crazy. sense. Yeah, I think I'm giving it Alonso, man. Giving it Alonso? And uh, it helps Marks... that he didn't finish the race either, so yeah. <laughs> Retired for no reason. Uh, Marks, are you giving it to you? PDR Horner. Hate Why? Because I hate them. That's, no, you can't do that, it. man. You need to... You're just grumpy. This is a podcast. I, We're making I, content. I, I'm sorry, you but m- I can't see a happy corner. I can't see a happy corner. You see so him smiling, hands on hips, power stars. I can't do it. I can't do it. He's he's been he's been he's been grinning, he's been grinning tea all weekend. I, I can't stand him. Can't stand it. So Horner and, and PDR just for PDR for even starting that stupid stuff at practice about the active suspension. Like, what are you? Is he stupid? He's a really, he's a former driver, and what are you he's, doing, he's, bro? He's a sicko. He's, he's actually sicko. imbecile, bro. He tried to Absolutely pretend like he had breaking news. I was like, "What is the? I'm breaking news, brother. Are you all right?" Nothing and that exposed a lot of people because a lot of people out here do not know normal, basic Formula One science, bro. They don't know things about basic physics. car, basic car knowledge, bro. What is this? Mm. Yeah, PDR mm. Horner. Because they say, "Oh yeah, Mercedes is cheating." What are you talking about, brother? What's going on? Actors I think they got. Yeah. I think people people get around both sides. People are getting feeding too much into free practice, man. Bro, man, 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 man on man on Twitter, we're getting spun because of P one, bro. FP one, you know. FP one. How FP1 long have you watched had man Formula one to get gassed about? No, this is the first season I've ever watched FP one in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Don't to listeners and to, to new people in Formula One, yeah. Do not take stock in FP1. FP1. It don't mean nothing. They're driving well, with different fuel loads, different modes. They don't. They yeah, don't matter. I mean, if you're gonna take some for once in our lives, we've seen Red Bull sandbagging. Red Bull sandbagged. I swear, I swear, FP1 is where like they let they let like the reserve drivers, like like the the drivers that pay for to get a drive. Like, okay, you know what? Go spin the car around for a bit. Come back. <laughs> We're not letting it. We're not learning anything from here. Nah, the real shit starts in FP two. Oh, it's been this FP one, bro. We're talking about practice. We're talking about practice. We're talking about, about practice. About practice? <laughs> um, but anyways, um, oh, Lord. I think I, I think that might be the name of the pod. We talk about practice. We're talking about practice. Um, um, anyways, uh, thank you everybody for listening. Um,
Smartcast Network.